What's up guys? We believe teenagers have been put in a box and under a stereotype and we want to break out of that. Every week we talk with the next generation of innovators and influencers about stuff like entertainment, fashion, sports and food. We also get the perspective on current topics as well as find out what keeps them motivated on the daily. Welcome to Juvie. What's going on guys? Welcome back to another Juvie episode. This is the first episode in the new set. You excited to be here, Josh? I'm very excited. We had a little bit of a struggle getting it all set up, but we're yep. here, ready to record. I'm super excited for this guest. But yeah. before we get into the episode, if you guys are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, do me a favor and download the episode. It will help a lot. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the subscribe button, like, comment, and stick around to watch the episode, but all the guest social medias will be the first link in the description. So, talking about the guests, today we are joined by 18-year-old female surfing professional, Alyssa Spencer. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you guys for having me. Of course. of course. So Alyssa, I think she popped up in my TikTok and we're always looking for female guests. Somehow it's a little bit of a struggle. So as soon as we came across, I don't know if it was your TikTok or a reel or something, but I saw you on this massive wave and I was like, yeah. we got, and then I saw that you were 18 and I was like, perfect. perfect. Yeah. DM'd you and then we got it. We got it happening. So how did you get into surfing in the first place? Yeah, my family, my whole family surfs and my dad was a big surfer. So when I grew up, I was kind of always around the beach and the ocean and it just kind of came natural for him to teach me how to surf when I was younger. And yeah, I think I just kind of fell in love with, you know, being in the ocean and it was my place that was just fun. And I would always go down there with my friends when I was younger. And yeah, yeah it was always just sort of something that I did for fun and kind of turned into I guess, like my job and my career, like further down the line. But yeah. yeah. So you're in Southern California, right? Yes. Carlsbad. Oh, very cool. Nice. I think I've, when I used to live in like the LA area and I think I came out there a couple times, but the waves you're catching is massive. They're huge. I just can't, I, I've, I've, me, I've done a little bit of surfing. All I, all I can say is I get excited when I catch like the white water. So that kind of like is the extent of my surfing. So. I've, I've also I've always wanted to try surfing, but I've never really tried it. Um, but I've heard it's just so impossible to get the timing right. How long did it take you to get to like the stage of, I guess, like skill you're at now? Like since you started taking it seriously. Um. Yeah. I. I mean, I guess I learned how to surf when I was probably five or six years old, and just surf like really small waves until I was probably, I don't know, probably. 10 or 12 years old and I started getting into the bigger stuff but I was always when I was younger I actually used to just like be really scared of surfing bigger waves and it definitely had to become like a mental roadblock for me yeah, to yeah, learn to over and kind of like break through and um yeah it's definitely been a really cool journey to kind of learn you know how far I can push myself and yeah. um you know learning to overcome those fears of bigger waves and stuff but yeah, I felt like I used to actually hate big waves when I was younger. So yeah. it's funny that we're talking about that now. But um, yeah, no, it was definitely cool to, you know, be on that journey to overcoming and still learning how to push and see how far yeah. I can get myself. Yeah, 100%. So. so thinking about that, I've never actually thought of it in that way too much. So like, what would you say the split is between mental and like physical ability with big waves? Yeah, I would say, like, physical ability is definitely a big part of it. You have to be really strong and really fit, but the mental aspect of, you know, being able to push yourself over 
that ledge to go on the wave and kind of just fully commit to it yeah. is definitely a big part of it too. And I think just with surfing in general, especially competitive surfing, which is what I do, um, the mental aspect of it, once you get to a certain level, like with your abilities, um, definitely plays like a big part in it too. Yeah, I just, those waves, honestly, I feel like the ocean, it's like a safe place for some people. And like, it's kind of terrifying, like Mm -hmm. how big it is and how big those waves are. Was there like a certain, was there ever a point, I'm sure there was, because a lot of athletes come to this point. Was there ever a point where you're like, I don't know if I can like continue doing this? Um, I don't know if I've ever really had that sort of feeling. Um, There's definitely been times where especially with competitions and going through the ups and downs of wins and losses. Like, you know, you get to the point where you're like, oh, is this like really what I want to do? And um, kind of asking yourself and coming back to like the reasons of why you started, like, why am I doing this? It's because I have fun with it and I love to surf and be in the ocean and kind of like coming back and reconnecting with those things to keep yourself going, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So is it like the fun aspect that keeps you coming back to the sport? Yeah, yeah. I I love to surf. Like I surf every day, so I'm I just have so much fun doing it and especially I've been able to meet a lot of really cool people doing it and make a lot of friends and it's just fun to go surf with your friends every day and yeah. that's yeah. the reason why I love like coming back to it and yeah. That sounds really fun. I <laughs> yeah, I'd I'd love to do stuff like that. But when it comes to as not saying how the ocean is like so scary when you really think about it. Yeah. Because so many people get caught in like rip currents. Have have has that ever happened to you? Like got caught in like a bad rip current? I've never really had that happen to myself personally, but I've definitely heard of other people having that happen to them. And yeah. you know, something like that could make you really scared of the ocean. But I think it can also be such a like peaceful and just yeah, like definitely. There's like two sides to it, of course, but I think overall, like, it's such a like beautiful place to be able to do like what I love to do. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's, it, I think what makes the sport so interesting is it's like the natural and like your physical kind of comes together. And I don't know there's many other sports because like think about wakeboarding, super impressive sport, but like the boat makes it, which is like unnatural. Yeah. But when you think about it, like ocean, like, if you really think about the sport, it's kind of amazing that like yeah. something that's completely natural that we've turned into a sport. Kind of yeah, crazy. like it pretty much yeah. only like your ability to surf depends on how good yeah. the waves are. Yeah. So like it's it's kind of out of your control to some extent. But yeah, I, I'm sure you get asked this question all the time, but have you ever had a shark experience? I've never had a bad shark experience. I've definitely seen them out in the water, but I've always just come in right when I see them and yeah. Yeah. don't look back. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Um, but yeah, no, I've I've seen a few of them, and it's not not the best thing ever. <laughs> that would be yeah, no. so scary. I, I can't re- even imagine. Yeah, every year we uh, go to like a beach house, or we used to down in like Oxnard or like Newport. And one time I was boogie boarding, and all of a sudden I look at the shore, and all my family's like yelling at me, and I'm like, "What is going on?" And so like I look behind me, and I see something like swimming next to me, and I'm like, "Dude, it's a shark! Like this is yeah. it." They're like all yelling for me to come in, so I'm like paddling as fast as I can. I get to the shore, and they're all dead laughing, and I'm like, "What is going on?" They're like, "Did you not see the?" seal next to you and i was like <laughs> seal you you guys i thought it was a shark oh, i was that was terrifying that'd be so scary and now i'm like scared of going out far because then earlier this summer 
I was boogie boarding and we were in Venice Beach and I got stuck in I, I, I didn't know what it was. I just thought like I couldn't get in. It was I ended up finding out it was, I was stuck in a rip current. The lifeguards were like, on the shore waving at me and like none of the waves as you know how rip currents work. None of the waves were pushing me in and I was kind of stuck there and like all of a sudden I was exhausted and like I could barely keep myself going and all of a sudden I turn around and this massive wave comes behind me and crashes me in the shore and I was like barely like i'm not even exaggerating i was barely walking up the sand i was exhausted it was yeah that sounds terrifying, terrifying experience talking i have a funny uh experience with like seals and sea lions yeah i went snorkeling in mexico on a trip and a sea lion bit me in the knee and ripped my wetsuit oh wow so i don't really like sea lions too much anymore <laughs> or snorkeling it kind of scares me i've never actually been snorkeling but Back to, I think what makes like your story even more interesting is your age. But when it comes to surfing, do a lot of people start, do, like, do people start to tend, uh, start to, okay, do people usually start young when it comes to surfing? Yeah, I would say a lot of professional surfers definitely start when they're younger, but there have been people who have started like later in life and still become really successful at it or able to make themselves very talented at it. Um, yeah. I don't think that there's really like an age where it's like, oh, you have to start young if you want to be good and make like a career out of it or just even be good to have fun surfing. Yeah. Um, I don't really think that there's any like specific age that you have to be, I guess. Gotcha. But when it comes to your story, what do you feel like your biggest disadvantage and advantage of starting young is? Yeah, I think my biggest advantage to starting young is just having the years of experience under my belt, like yeah. being in the ocean and learning a lot about, you know, reading the ocean and knowing, you know, just a lot about what I do and having those years of knowledge and people in my background that have helped me. But I think the probably the biggest disadvantage is watching to make sure that I don't get like burnt out mm -hmm, yeah. and still make sure that, you know, it's also my job, but I'm also still having fun. So I'm not, you know, getting too burnt out with training and you know, surfing and all of these things that I do every day. And, um, yeah, I think that's kind of been the biggest thing is just making sure that you never get to the point where you're like, I hate doing this. Like, yeah. I never want to do this again. And, you know, because it is really easy when you've been doing something for so Definitely. long to kind of get to that point where you're like, oh, like, I've been doing this every day. But with surfing, I feel like the part of being in the ocean and it's constantly changing and, you know, never really the same yeah. kind of, helps make that you know more fun like you're coming back to like a new place every day almost yeah. so um i know that in a lot of sports it might be different in surfing but in a lot of sports um i guess men and female get treated differently when playing those sports do you find that happens in surfing as well or is it kind of pretty equal yeah i would say that i definitely see that happening just in the water you know i feel like women aren't as respected out in the lineup and when they they kind of expect you to not be good at surfing yeah. in a yeah. way um and I definitely do feel that sometimes when I'm in the water but within like our sport I think we've all like gained a lot of respect for just you know the level of difficulty that we're surfing at and the waves that we're pushing it on and you know, surfing bigger waves and things like that and kind of showing the guys that, you know, we can do it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, like recently in the past couple of years, we've been raised to equal prize money and 
um, some of the equal like locations of the spots you get to go surf for a competition. So it's pretty cool to be in women's surfing right now with the evolution of like, you know, us becoming more equal to the men. Yeah, I love great. to hear that. Yeah. I think that's so important because obviously you've already earned my respect and I've seen your surfing because I mean, it's impressive. Like yeah. I don't care what anybody says. Definitely. If you're catching waves that big, like you just can't talk, right? What has been like the biggest wave you've caught? Oh, I don't know. Maybe something close to like 15 feet. (laughs) That's crazy. Was it like really scary dropping in on that? Yeah, I definitely, I don't know, like the adrenaline rush that you get just makes you want to like come back and do it again. Yeah, I just like, (laughs) I I skateboard and I'm just thinking about like a a 15 foot vert ramp. Just think about it like that. Yeah, that's And then the ocean, like you don't know what's going to happen. It's moving water under you. It just adds in so many elements that I don't understand. What's been like the hardest fall or like bail you've taken? Um, I can't really remember something like right off the top of my head. I, I honestly don't have anything that I've been like, oh my gosh, that one was like, so scary and you know i was held down for so long but i've definitely had a couple of waves where i've just been you know held underwater for a long time Oof. and you're like oh, like where is it up or down or God, <laughs> which yeah. way is it? but um yeah i definitely i do a lot of um breath holding training so that helps like my confidence when i'm underwater like getting pushed around and stuff to you know just calm down and know that you can hold your breath for a long time and you know yeah. the longest i feel like you'd be underwater is maybe five to ten seconds so it's gotcha. really not that long but it feels like forever when yeah. you're down there i bet because like all the nerves are like it would just be so scary because josh's biggest yeah. fear is drowning yeah my biggest fear is drowning but at the same time i love the ocean like so much <laughs> and i love swimming and everything but i'm i'm like terrified of drowning especially falling through ice and getting stuck underneath the ice like not be able to get back up does it ever feel like that in surfing feeling like you've fallen through and you just can't like find the surface um sometimes yeah like i feel like sometimes if you get held under for a long time and it can get kind of like if you open your eyes it can be kind of dark and then you can see like light up above and stuff but maybe the waves like keep pushing you down and it's hard to get back up but yeah i don't know it's can get scary sometimes, but I feel like there's always, you'll always float back up. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> so you mentioned uh, training like outside of the actual water, or I don't know what your breath training looks like, but do you train outside of the ocean? Yeah, I do like gym training. I go to the gym three times a week normally um, when I'm home. And then I also do training in like a pool for the breath training and stuff. Gotcha. Um, it's really good, I think, for surfing and being in the ocean and um yeah i tried of course my the best training that i can do is surfing as much as i can but sometimes when the waves are small or you know not super great i like to go into the gym and just keep like fitness levels and everything yeah yeah so that's super cool so how i'm curious how long can you actually hold your breath for like in a controlled environment my longest breath hold right now is Two minutes and 45 wow. seconds. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Now, what did it look like when you first started breath training? Um, I want to say maybe a minute and a half. Dude, that's like so. triple mine. 
I, 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 don't, I get like I feel like I start to get like headaches yeah. when I try to stand her because I I don't I can't understand like the mental aspect of it. I yeah. can't like push myself to be like, no, you don't need air, just relax. Like I can't. Yeah, me relax. neither. I need air like always. I feel is it? I don't know if this is just me or if it's actually scientifical, but I can hold my breath way longer in warm water. I think it's easier to hold your breath underwater, at least for me. My That breath holds the two-minute and 45-second one. I've only done that in a pool. Okay. Gotcha. Um, so I don't know what it is. Maybe I'm just more relaxed in Yeah, the I was going to yeah. say, the warm might relax you. Yeah, I guess yeah. if you're in cold water, it, like, shocks your system. You'd yeah. probably, like, freak out a bit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, yeah, when- so I think maybe a little bit where it makes it, easier but i'm not too sure yeah i've never been able to hold my breath just on land for that long. <laughs> yeah yeah i feel like that's that that would be even harder definitely so i was looking through your social medias and it looks like you've worked with a couple different brands so my question would be what like opportunities has surfing opened that you didn't expect when you first started yeah i mean i never thought that i would be sitting in the spot i am right now when i was a little girl just starting you yeah. know sponsored by Rip Curl. Rip That's Curl so is one impressive. of my like, sponsors since I was a little girl. And um, yeah, they've helped me with so much. And I've been able to sign with a couple other brands. In the past, I was signed to Tommy Hilfiger for 10 wow. months. Um, that was like a one-time deal just for sunglasses, actually. That's but it so was pretty cool. cool. I, was like, I never imagined that I yeah. would be you know, signing with companies like these, just even for a little one-off deal. So That's crazy. I think that, yeah, like opportunities like that, I I just never, you know, knew that I would be where I am today. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So we also like to talk about like the business aspect of it. So like how do uh, surfers get sponsored? It's like you reach out to them, they reach out to you. Like how does that work? Yeah, um, it can go both ways. I mean, some people you know, like to reach out and put their name out there and sort of ask around for sponsors and other people will, you know, just start certain competitions when they're younger and hope that someone, you know, scouts them out and um, kind of sees them and is like, oh, that person, that person is special. I want to sign them or whatever. Um, But yeah, I think it's, it's cool. It can definitely go both ways. And some athletes, like I have an agent that will help me find you know, any opportunities that arise that come through their, like, management group um, and try and, you know, get us as many opportunities as possible. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, I completely just lost my train of thought. You're good. Um, oh, yeah. So thinking about going back to um, professional competitive surfing, is there a lot of money in that field? Like, is there, like, what, what are the prizes look if you win, I don't know, first place in, like, nationals? Yeah, so at the junior level, there isn't really too much prize money, but once you get into the qualifying series, which is what I'm doing, it's a series of events that if you finish within the top six at the end of the year, you'll make it onto the world tour, wow. which is the biggest stage in surfing. Um, so those qualifying series events, they go in like point brackets, so it'll be like one thousands and then five thousand and ten thousand. Wow. So those are the amount of points that you would get if you win the event. Okay. And for someone if someone won a one thousand, I think the prize money is about four thousand dollars. Gotcha. For first place and then a five thousand 
it was probably about ten thousand dollars for first place. Okay. And then if you win a ten thousand event, then you win maybe about thirty thousand dollars. I wow, think okay. is the biggest purse. So yeah, there's definitely a little bit of money, but we do have to travel for our events, so yeah. that kind of you know pays for our traveling to get there. Yeah. Maybe a little bit more if we do well enough, but um, yeah. So what has been your favorite trip you've taken because of surfing? Oh, I got the opportunity to go to Samoa probably wow. two years ago, maybe three years ago now. Um, that was definitely one of my favorite places. Just the waves were amazing and there was no one out. Like we had all of the breaks completely to ourselves. That's so wow. And yeah, we got to explore around the island and it was just absolutely beautiful and the people there were so sweet and so nice and I love like meeting and experiencing like the culture of other places that I get to go to. So yeah. it's really cool to, you know, connect with people who are like so nice and open to like showing you their home and yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. <laughs> That's really cool. Now with surfing being this is the first time surfing's been in the Olympics, correct? What yeah. do you I mean, I would I I'm skate I like to skate. So I think skating and surfing going to Olympics is amazing. I think that's super cool. What would be your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think it's amazing that surfing got into the Olympics this year and you know, they put on such a great show for the waves that they got. It wasn't the best waves ever in Japan, but yeah. Um, I thought that it was pretty cool to watch and yeah, there was I'm excited for, you know, the years to come for it to still be in the Olympics and hopefully they can keep it going for, you know, however many years. Um, but yeah, I definitely have my goals set on 2024. To Let's make go. It yeah. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so my confusion with putting surfing in the Olympics, I'm not like bashing or anything, but how would they guarantee that the waves are going to be good for some people? Like what if somebody is a really good surfer yet they have like a bad session of waves and then another person isn't as good but they get great waves like how would they really manage that yeah that's the tough thing about surfing and i think what makes it so different to any other sport is that our environment like can't really be controlled since yeah. it's in the ocean and it's so unpredictable you know you can try to predict as much down to, you know, how big the waves are going to be, what the wind is doing and all those things, but you can never really, you know, say that this certain 20 minute heat is going to get the best waves. And, you yeah. know, you never know because it's so unpredictable. And that's just something that makes it, you know, so much different than any other sport because every other sport pretty much you have like a stable, yeah. like, you know, area that never moves. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's always the same and yeah so I think that's kind of what sets surfing apart from other sports and could be make it hard for other people to you know understand that but it's just a part of the sport and what we do and I think the only way that they'll be able to I guess change that is if they start building more wave pools and then gotcha. decide to run the Olympics in a wave pool because there it's Pretty much every wave would be the same. Yeah. Yeah. Would you? Uh, that's interesting. Would you like to see competition go that way? Um, I think it's pretty cool. I've competed in a wave pool event myself, and it is—it's really cool. But it definitely takes away that aspect of surfing, you know, in the ocean and yeah. needing to be able to read the ocean and read which waves are going to be good, and mm -hmm. you know, 
kind of just luck of the draw too as to like what waves are going to come to you and everything like that and I think surfing in a wave pool definitely adds a lot more pressure onto you definitely and I feel like your mental aspect has to be so much stronger like going into those events but yeah. I have no like opposing thoughts to having events in wave pool but I think there's like good and bad for both yeah, yeah. definitely so I have one more question before we um, come in for the final question to wrap up. Um, is there like, so you said that you like being able to find a good wave in the ocean. Does that add to like the thrill of surfing, finding a good wave that like nobody else may have had that day and like just knowing that you that you got one that nobody else is going to get? Yeah, yeah, I think so for sure. When you, you know, see that wave coming and can tell that it's going to be a good one, you just, start getting so excited and um I think that's something that kind of brings anyone back to surfing who loves to do it yeah you know just searching for that next perfect wave or that next good wave um yeah because the just like the adrenaline rush and the feelings that you get after searching it are there's nothing else like it yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely that's, that's I can't wait one yeah. day one day if I ever get good at surfing just catching a big wave I think oh, I'll yeah. just be like all right, I actually have one more question before okay, we wrap up. Yeah. What would be your like I made it moment? What would like what would needs to happen? Is it going to the Olympics? Is it meeting a certain surfer? What's that look like? Um I'm not sure. I would think probably going to the Olympics. I think that's you know, every athlete's dream of being at the highest level of every competition and you know, the Olympics is so like prestigious and yeah. every good athlete hopes to go to the Olympics for their sport. So Definitely. yeah, I think that that would be, you know, one of the biggest accomplishments ever if I can make that happen. Yeah. Well, we'll for see sure. 2024. We'll see Alyssa in yeah. the Olympics. All right. <laughs> our final question, all of our viewers know it and you know it. What would you feel like overall the most misunderstood thing about teenagers is? I think the most misunderstood thing about teenagers is I guess like the, stereotype that we have I feel yeah. like that you know we all just go to school hang out with our friends you know don't really do much I feel yeah. like that's this, like stereotype around young kids and you know teenagers that they all like waste their time partying too and doing things like that um, but I think there's so many kids who have you know, and teenagers who have talent and, you know, are hardworking and have goals and yeah. dreams whether it's for like a business or a sport or just any sort of talent that you have, you know, I feel like there's a lot more kids out there like that than we think. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, that was a great answer. And we've had such a great time talking to you. Thank you so much for coming out today. Um, and everybody watching, make sure to look in the first link in the bio. We'll have... Right, description. <laughs> we'll have all of Alyssa's social medias and also make sure to follow us on Instagram, follow us on TikTok, like and subscribe on YouTube. And I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap.